wonder how much longer is this guy gonna torture Buffalo. That's right. Yep. Tom Brady and his minions looked like it was gonna be another big torture the way the first half went. Boy, did Buffalo look like they were somnambulating. Boy, did they look like they weren't ready. But then suddenly, there was a spark. And I don't have a <laughs> from science class to say do the spark. Yes, Josh Allen and the Bills finally woke up in the second half. Co yeah, coming from 17 points down. Of course, it was 24-3 at the half. And then it was 27 to 10 in the fourth quarter. But then something happened. And boy, did Allen carry the team on his back. But it must have been a heavy back. Or else he would have looked like Detective Fish of Barney Miller walking around. Yes, scoring two touchdowns. And almost getting a touchdown, but settling for a field goal. All while playing on a gimpy ankle. Yeah. On one of those great runs that he's known for, he hurt his ankle, and he limped noticeably the rest of the game. And you know what? We went into overtime. But of course, give Brady an inch, he'll take a mile. Yeah, three and out on the first possession of overtime. And of course, some very egregious penalties, or non-penalties, Especially because Stefan Diggs got mugged several times. You gotta wonder how much money the defender wanted to take. Of course, you know the officials let him. Some very bad officiating. That, I think, helped decide this game. Yeah, it could have been first and goal at the one on that drive that ended on the field goal. And Buffalo could have maybe scored the winning touchdown. Well, of course... When you get officials officiating a Tom Brady game, what do you expect? They're for the Nimrod. Well, whatever. Give Brady an inch, he'll take a mile. He threw the winning touchdown pass to Brashad Perryman. And again, Brady torturing the Bills, acting like a guy there on striking distance. <laughs> you could never beat me, Buffalo. Ha! <laughs> You can't beat me at all. <laughs> 33 and 3. Who has ever had that much success against a team? Why Tom Brady, of course. Boy, am I'll be I'll be glad when his ugly mug goes back to Giselle and his family for good. Cuz you know what? It's time he hung it up for good. And ups and up, Brady, you now got every record in the book. Why don't you just freaking retire, for God's sake? Save us all a lot of pain. Save Buffalo a lot of pain. Enough. Oh, whatever. Now you gotta worry about Alan being in a walking boot. He looked like Charlie, cause he... I mean, thank God there's only a little distance here, cause I show you how Charlie walks. He's got a case of ingrown heels, don't you know? But I don't think Allen's got a case of ingrown heels. Looks like it's just turf toe. Maybe he stubbed it. Who knows? Of course, we got the rest of the season to worry about. Three of our last four games in the regular season are thankfully at home, and they're winnable. Of course, we got Bill Belichick and the Patriots in Foxborough. 
And that one, well, I don't know if we can win. Not the way we play against the run. And, of course, Leonard Fournette, who doesn't run very much, he scored a 47-yard touchdown. You know, this run defense, it's got to be a priority on the offseason. Same thing with protection for Allen and protection opening holes for the running game. It's got to be a priority through free agency or the draft. But I digress. What a performance there by Allen, even though it ended in a loss. Maybe we can build on it against Cam Newton, excuse me, Fig Newton's brother, and the Carolina Panthers. Well, let's see about that. Let's talk about the Orange now, shall we? It was supposed to be old home week for the Orange, going back to the Big East, playing two of our old rivals, Villanova and Georgetown. But of course, old things kind of open up. Our weaknesses kind of open up. And of course, we went toe-to-toe with Villanova for quite a while. And then suddenly, we... We did what a rubber company would do, get tired. Yeah, boy, I mean, Villanova just opened it up late in the game. And, of course, we lose, 67-53. Then we go down to Washington, D.C., to Georgetown. And, of course, our old friend Patrick Ewing was co- is coaching the Hoyas. And, of course, we had se- several other great ones of the past there. Alonzo Mourning and Dikembe Mutombo, and also Ronnie Cycli, who looks like he hasn't aged one bit. You know, maybe a little Grecian formula, you could still have the hairdo you had when you played for the Orange. But I digress. Apparently, their smaller size Syracuse couldn't handle. And of course, they shot lights out at times. Another one where Syracuse had them on the ropes but let him off you know I just don't know what to think about this Syracuse team we're five and five and of course our next opponent is the Mountain Hawks of Lehigh the sister school to the team we opened the season up Lafayette Lafayette and Lehigh boy that's a rivalry made in heaven they're only a couple of miles apart but I'm not talking about that you gotta wonder if this Syracuse team is gonna finish above 500. Of course, with the ACC schedule coming up, you gotta start wondering, could this be <gasps> the first season that Syracuse finishes under 500 with Beheim as coach? There's, I mean, we just totally overestimated this team. We just underestimated all the problems. Yeah, it's supposed to be the Beheim and Beheim and Beheim show with a little Gerard and Swider mixed in. But what is the identity of this Syracuse team? Are we supposedly better or are we worse? Of course, worse is out at the casino. You should never challenge worse. Don't ever say things couldn't get worse. As I mean, hey, once we go into ACC play, it could get worse. But I digress. Another thing I want to talk about, it's almost bowl season. Yes, Friday is when the big bowl season starts. 
all 44 of them. The thing is, I kind of wonder, how many bowls do we need? Do we need to eat that much cereal? Do we need to eat that much oatmeal? I don't know, but it seems as though new bowls keep popping up every year. Yes, this year, the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl. And also, the Fenway Bowl. And of course, there's the thing that Syracuse football seems to go to every year, the Toilet Bowl. As you know what, that's the way it's been for almost 20 years for Syracuse football. Only about four bowls in the last 18 years. Every year, especially with Dino Babers. One bowl in six years of coaching. And you know what? We go to the toilet bowl. As you know what? I want to throw up every time we don't make a bowl. Of course, you gotta wonder. In the past, there was the salad bowl. You know, you gotta wonder, were they eating too much greens or did they need some more dressing? But I digress. But I mean, hey, 44 of them. How many bowls do we need? And there's other cities trying to clamor to get in line. You know, what what are the records of some of these teams? Are we going to have 5 and 7 or 4 and 8 teams in a bowl game one of these days? Who knows? Enough bowls. I'm too full. And last but not least, what do you think about this soap opera thing? Especially in the NFL. Especially with Antonio Brown and Urban Meyer. Antonio Brown misbehaving again. And of course, Urban Meyer. As it seems as though there are several sources that seem to leak everything that he talks about to the press. And now Urban Meyer is threatening, hey, he's out of a job. Or whoever this source is, he's out of a job. You gotta wonder... Enough's enough. Urban, maybe it was a big mistake for you to try to come back to try to coach in the NFL. Yeah, you were a groundbreaking coach when you went went into the NCAA. Did all of those great things. But now it seems you've become a soap opera yourself. Is it going to be all my mire? General Urban, if you know what I mean. Are we going to start seeing a Luke and Laura storyline? Who knows? Enough with the soap opera. Get on with the coaching. I'm Ken Haas, and that's all I got for this week.